Today, I want to talk about repentance, change, and a suffering, suffering nations and suffering America. A lot of people think that God is not in control of anything that has been happening in this world, across the world, across America and the nations, because simply bad things have been happening left and right a lot of people feel discouraged disappointed weak and confused because they do not understand why God is letting all this stuff happen all this stuff that has happened and why God is letting all this stuff happen well in a sense God is letting this stuff happen. He's letting evil play everything out because if you you need you really need to read your Bible and this is why people say it's important to read your Bible because everything that's been happening in this world, in America, in these nations, in the countries that you live in is everything that has happened before and it's all in the Bible. You just need to listen to your listen to the prophets of God. Listen to your preachers if they have they been saying anything about um, anything that's been occurring lately is happened in the Bible. Or if they give biblical references from the Bible of why everything is happening the way it is and the way things are turning out because it's all it says all this in the bible it says this stuff will happen and the way god works is is in the bible and you really need to read your bible and listen to many audio podcasts you need to listen to videos you need to listen to prophets and you need to Get prepared and be ready for before Jesus comes. We do not know when he is coming. It will be an hour that we do not know. But I do know that if you do not get prepared, if you do not get changed, if you do not repent of your sins and ask God to forgive you, and you really mean it in your heart and your soul, then it will be too late. We really need to have repentance. And a lot of people have said that things will get worse before they get better. And that's true. God is allowing this stuff to happen. So God is still in control of everything. But he's waiting. He's waiting for the perfect time. The right time has to be the right timing, the right place, in the right people before stuff happens he can't do things if people are not prepared his people which is us in america and when george washington when they signed the declaration of the independence they put a rule as we're going to follow the rules in the bible the laws of the bible the biblical principles of the bible and that's how we are we're going to live well a lot of people most people have turned away from God and they have not been following those rules they have not been following the Ten Commandments they have not been 
Um, a lot of people have idols in their lives, like money, power, sex, anything like that. Or it can be food. And this is why God is allowing the nation, he's allowing America, the people, to hurt so that everybody can understand. He wants everybody, and he wants, really, he truly wants everyone to come to a place in their lives where they just change their ways. And they, he wants America to get on, he wants, God wants America to get on their knees, everyone to get on their knees and pray and seek God's face. And then the wicked will no longer have authority, no longer have power, no longer have a foothold on this nation, on America. But first, I know bad things are getting bad. I know they've been getting bad. I know the the walls, the Mexico border, and I know the sex trafficking, but all this is happening for a reason, and you need to find that revelation in the Bible, in the book Revelation in the Bible, and other other places you need to look. But the reason things are happening, do not question God. Do not curse God. Do not um, have any cursing in your mouth, and do not say, God is not helping us. He's not going to save us. He's not going to help anybody. He's not going to change things around. Because that's not true. God has to have the right timing. He has to have people repenting. He wants everyone to repent and change their ways and listen to him and listen to your preachers. He wants everyone to unite together, come together as a community, everybody. Don't matter what race you are. Don't matter if you're transgender or if you're bi or you're lesbian. Um to go you need to help others you need to unite and tell everybody to change their ways and truly changing your ways is repentance repentance is change and that may be a big step for most of you guys but you really need really really need to change your ways you need to seek God's face every day you need to continue going to church continue Find a good community, a good church to go to that preaches the truth, and the truth will set you free, and it will save everybody. It will save your family members. Continue to pray for America and continue to pray for the nations. Continue to pray for people that are your loved ones, unsaved ones, to help them see why we need to change, why they need to change their ways, why they need to let go of troubles, why they need to just... And don't worry about anything. God says he, he's, gonna, he's going to take care of everything. We don't need to worry, but we need to pray and not. And we need to keep praying and keep praying and keep praying and seek his face. And don't worry because cast all your cares. And your cares means anxieties, distresses, depressions, and worries and fears. Cast it all on God and God will save you. God will hear God is hearing our prayers. God is hearing our cries right now. He's hearing all of our distresses. And I would I encourage and recommend the Psalms and Proverbs. Proverbs is um a book in the Bible and it speaks about wisdom. And Psalms is a book that talks about things that everyone's battling every day, depression and singing and everything.
I'm also going to list off another recommendation. I would watch Flashpoint. You can find Flashpoint on the Go Victory app. If you download the download the Go Victory app on your iPhone or your Galaxy Samsung phone, or you can watch Flashpoint on YouTube. Just put it in the search engine in YouTube, and you can find this coverage. They have coverages of real news, real faith news. They talk about the truth. They don't lie. They don't cut anything out, and a lot of it you will not see on regular on television you will not see it broadcast all over this stuff because they do not want to talk about everything that's happening they don't want you to know about why this stuff is happening or they don't want you to be aware of it they want you to think everything's fine but in reality everybody joe biden and the democrats everybody some republicans too not everybody's perfect on the republican side everybody wants to have they have plots and plans you need to search I would search up New World Order so you can be informed of what they're wanting to do with taxes, what they're wanting to do with they're wanting to change money, they're wanting to change our lives and they're slowly doing it but they're keeping it secret and I would that's why I would watch Flashpoint so you can help and um help everybody understand and change their ways. But yes, don't worry about what's happening in the world. Don't worry about what's happening or what's if God's when God's coming. When you need to be helping others, you need to be continuing to bring people to church that are unsaved. You need to bring unbelievers to church. You need to go like it says in that song, go tell it on the mountain. Go all over the world and preach the good news, the gospel to everybody but you really desperately need to do this before it's too late because when it's too late there is no turning back there is no repenting there is no oh I'm I'm gonna do this so I'll make it to heaven no when God comes that's it you can't you can't expect to when God comes you're gonna change your ways you have to change your ways now you have to lay down your idols you have to lay down your whole life and turn and seek his face and he will forgive you of your sins and once you're forgiven he don't remember them no more and he will bless you greatly i just wanted to make a short podcast on this and uh, stay tuned i will be making more in the future hey everyone today i want to talk about corrupt communication let all corrupt communication all malice ill will bickering Do not let it proceed out of your mouth. Put it aside. And I, God told me to talk about corrupt communication. So many of us are have families or friends and or everyday people that we meet that we do not need to spread corrupt communication around. We don't need to fight with everybody. We don't need to be in strife with people. If you are in strife with somebody, you are not in walking in love with God. Do not walk in strife with people. Do not cause just, you know, social media is a good example. Social media where there's people that just bring up topics that social that's on social media about gays and about trans gender and about bi and about lesbians and or, you know, there's so many there's so many gender genders even though in the bible there's only supposed to be female and male 
but there's so many genders that people don't know who they are and they don't know why they're supposed to be this way and all of it's evil it comes from it's satanic it come, don't come from god yes we are supposed to love everybody but we are not supposed to keep fighting with people that are not the right way or they say that god made me this way god did not make a female a male god did not make a male a female he did not want us to take chemicals he didn't want us to go to um, surgery and have the doctors and nurses do a transformation on our body parts and our bodies but even though that is on social media and you see that everywhere all over facebook and instagram and tiktok and other apps we do not need to be in strife with people like that and not only people like that but we do not need to be in strife with everyone people that are straight people that are that you work with people that you are close to and satan will use whoever we are close to to hurt us the most because he knows where that he knows that the people that we are close to knows where our weak spots are knows our weaknesses and our strengths so that's where the that's where he likes to work and you know no corrupt communication come out of your mouth bat like talking about battlefield of the mind we have voices in our head either god well the holy spirit will bring things to our mind or satan will bring things to our mind and if it's not if it's not right and if it's not true you need to think on these things everything right everything pure everything true everything just and if you don't know you know the devil wouldn't would tell you something like oh you're never going to get that job or well somebody else already got the job or somebody else already got the house somebody else already is doing what you want to do or no one cares about you you're not good enough and you're not ever going to do anything that's stuff from satan negative thoughts and then stuff that god tells you is positive stuff like yes you can get this job um faith is dead without corresponding action so he would tell you if you need to get this job you need to prepare yourself and do things in order to get the job or to get the house or to get the car or to get a promotion in your job so how does corrupt communication tie in with all this well corrupt communication is if you don't not walk in love obviously you're not going to get anything in your life because of people that walk in strife are people that need to forgive somebody or forgive multiple people for things they have done to them or said to them and walking in strife only hinders God from working in your life and God from giving you peace and joy and happiness and blessing or giving you blessings we are already blessed but we have to bless others and we can't bless others when we have correct communication and our 
proceeding out of our mouths, you know, we have power over our tongue, life and death is found in our life and our tongues need to speak things that are true and right and not fight with everybody over social media and fight with people that are causing you pain or not happy with something they don't like about you or that you did or said. We still have to love our enemies. We need to pray for everybody that persecutely, persecutely uses us and corrupt communication is a big thing in America and all over the other countries. One way to stop corrupt communication is have power. Yes, we have power over our thoughts. We choose what we need to say, whether that's negative or positive, and I would advise not speaking negative things because that only hurts us in the end. And we will get everything that we say or do negatively or positively. We'll have consequences of that, what we say or what we do. And it's not good. It's kind of like when people say karma. Well, karma is the same thing as you reap what you sow. So if you sow love, you'll reap love. If you sow hurt, you'll reap hurt. What you do to someone, they will do back to you in return. You know, God wants us to be positive every day. He wants us, even though it's hard in this world, that's why we don't need to gaze our eyes upon everything on social media. Social media does not need to be a ruler in our lives. We need to read the Bible and make sure to listen to ministries on Facebook or Instagram or YouTube that help us ministries and God will help us discern between good and th bad things happening in this world, happening in our lives and our family and our homes. And you can teach your mind to work for you. And one thing you can, how you can do that is you need to take into thought, take every thought that doesn't line up with the word of God, that's not true, things that are false, things that God wouldn't tell you, you know, you're, you're bad at drawing, or you're bad at doing this or that, he wouldn't tell you that, so if Satan tells you you're bad at doing something, you need to take that thought to the captivity and obedience of Christ Jesus, and I have problems with that, I have Satan telling me stuff, giving me doubt or unbelief in my mind, even though I speak, after I speak the word of God, and then immediately the devil comes to steal that, and he will say things like, well, you're not going to get that, you're never going to make it, you're not qualified to do that, and I know God will never, will never tell me that, so then I do say this, I say I will take that thought, whatever the devil told me, like, I take that thought that I'm never going to be good enough into the obedience captivity of Christ Jesus, so whatever Satan told you that's false and not true, you take it to the obedience and captivity of Christ Jesus. Make your mind work for you. You can say things like, lay your hand on your mind and say, peace, be still, in Jesus' name, and you may have to keep doing it.
if you have keep having negative thoughts in your mind. Do you know that your mind can either work for you or work against you depending on how you train it? When it works for you, it helps you stay positive, reach your goals in life, and think the kind of thoughts that enable you to enjoy each day. When it works against you, it can make you negative and discouraged, hold you back from accomplishing what you want or need to do, and cause you to think the kind of thoughts that result in self-sabotage. But your brain is also the home of your thoughts, your mind. Dr. Caroline Leaf, a leading neuro me medic, no, metacognitive learning specialist and committed Christian notes in her teaching on the brain that the word and science believe that the mind and the brain are one. The way you think is voluntary and you can control your thoughts. I want you to give I want you to give your brain a new job and begin to teach your mind to work for you instead of against you. One important way to do this is to make the intentional decision that you will begin to think positively. I realize your brain won't be able to fulfill the new role completely overnight. You may be asking it to undergo a radical transformation and that will take time. So give it a little grace but determine that with your diligence and God's help, your brain will go to work for you instead of against you and become a powerful positive force in your life. I like what Dr. Leaf says, that the human brain takes 18 years to grow and a lifetime to mature. Don't miss this point. While every other organ in the body is fully formed when a person is born and simply gets bigger as a body gets bigger, the brain actually takes a full 18 years to grow. Once it's fully formed, it continues to mature until the day a person dies. This means no matter how old you are, your brain is still maturing. This is great news because it means you do not have to be stuck in any old or wrong thought patterns. Your brain is still maturing, so you can still mature in your thinking. Think about it. And this is where a section in the book, Power Thoughts, in Joyce Meyer's book, Chapter 2, Teach Your Mind to Work for You. This is on page 24 and 25. It says, think about it. What comes to mind immediately when I ask, in what way or ways is your mind working against you? And you can write that down. It will help your health. Your thinking can have a positive effect on your physical health. People have suspected in an interracial relationship, interrelation, interrelationship between the mind and the body for generations, but in recent years, a variety of scientists and researchers from all over the world have studied and proven it. In a 2004 article in USA Today, Carol Riff of the University of Wisconsin-Madison said, there is a science that is emerging that says a positive attitude isn't just a state of mind. It also has linkages to what's going on in the brain and in the body. Riff's research has proven that people who have higher than normal levels of well-being show lower cardiovascular risk lower levels of stress hormones, and lower levels of inflammation, which serves as a marker of the immune system. In addition, a study conducted in the Netherlands in 2004 found that people who are optimistic have healthier hearts than those considered grouchy. F fewer self-described optimists died of cardiovascular disease, and they had lower death rates overall than those of pessimist. 
Dr. Becca Levy of Yale University led a study that concluded that a positive attitude towards aging was greater than psychological measures such as low blood pressure and cholesterol, each of which is thought to add a maximum of four years to life. The study also found that optimistic people live longer than people who worry constantly and that positive attitudes can add more years to a person's life than exercising or not smoking. In some ways, I find this research astounding, but in other ways, I have no trouble embracing these findings because I have learned that the mind is extremely powerful and I am not surprised by the extent of its influence in our physical lives. According to the world-renowned Mayo Clinic, thinking positively may also result in the following health benefits. Decreased negative stress, greater resistance to catching the common cold, a sense of well-being and improved health, reduced risk of coronary artery disease, easier breathing if you have certain lung diseases such as emphysema, improved coping ability for women with high-risk pregnancies, and better coping skills during hardships. Further affirming the mind-body connection in an interesting way, I was fascinated to see that in 2005, the Associated Press released an article that reported new research suggests that Alzheimer's disease robs someone of the ability to expect that a proven painkiller will help them. It doesn't work nearly as well. Isn't that amazing? As long as people are able to think painkillers work, these medicines seem to help us, but when we stop thinking they are effective, they actually stop being effective. Our minds are incredible. So, positive thinking releases the power of potential. Positive thinking encourages positive responses. Positive thinking keeps things in perspective. Thinking positively helps us make, keep things in perspective. When we think positively, we avoid making mountains out of molehills. Negative thinking tends to blow things out of proportion, viewing them as larger and more difficult than they really are. People who think negatively magnify the unpleasant or undesirable aspects of a situation while failing or to see anything good in it. I believe every person's life and even his, circum his or her circumstance includes more right than wrong and more good than bad. If he, or he or she simply determines to think positively about it and look for the good elements in it, you see, I still believe that God is bigger than the devil. Positive thinking helps you enjoy life. Don't let the positive become negative. When we focus excessively on the negative elements of a certain situation, to the exclusion of its good aspects, we are filtering out the positive and exaggerating the negative. Don't make it personal. Anticipate the best. Corrupt communication is really not good for the heart, it's not good for the mind, it's not good mentally, emotionally, and verbally, or spiritually on a person, or on people. Um, people do not need to continue to argue with someone. It will not get you in line with God, anything that you want to happen in your life. It will not happen because it will only draw you further away from God because strife is all satanic and you know, to be in line with God and what God's word says we need to walk in love we need to even though it's hard to ignore people that you work with or work around 
or just me going through the drive-thru to get coffee at McDonald's or coffee at Starbucks. It's hard to be nice to people when, oh, well, they were mean to me or they had a mean attitude or they seemed like they were having a bad day. Well, that doesn't mean we need to make their day worse or make their day unpleasant and just say, you know, I'm not going to go back through that line today because I don't like the way they done things or what they said to me. We could also, um, if you say this prayer, it will help you. And it goes like this. Precious Holy Spirit, teach me to understand that the weapons of our warfare are spiritual and that we can win against every attack of the devil. In Christ's name I pray, amen. The devil lies. In fact, the devil doesn't know how to speak the truth. Most Christians know that, and yet they still listen to his evil words. Sometimes the lies seem to just pop up into our minds for no apparent reason. Sometimes Satan even speaks to us through other people. He puts cri something critical or hurtful into their minds about us, and they speak it out for us to hear. If we listen and accept what we hear, our enemy rejoices. If we listen long enough to the deceptive information we have taken in, we will find ourselves facing serious problems. Instead of listening and absorbing the untruths and satanic deceptions, you can look at what Jesus did and follow his example. After fasting for 40 days in the wilderness, Satan tempted him three times. Each time he defeated the devil by declaring it is written and quoting the word of God. No wonder the devil fled from him. See Matthew 4 through 11. Learn the truth of God's word, and every time Satan lies to you, quote a scripture back to him. Learn to talk back to the devil, and learn to talk back to, you know, don't talk back to people that you have corrupt communication with, and that you are in strife or fighting, arguing with, but learn to pray about them, and then speak God's word to them, or what God wants you to say about to them. When you pray about it, ask him.